So Aaron Bushnell was a 25 year old active duty Air Force service member, a U.S. airman, who burned himself alive yesterday, live streamed his walk to the Israeli embassy in upper northwest Washington, D.C., to the gate where he doused himself in gasoline, uh, flicked a lighter, lit himself on fire, and screamed free Palestine repeatedly as he burned alive, as extreme a protest as any. Um, well, we can watch his, his walk. I won't show him burning himself alive for the obvious reasons, but we can just uh, listen to what he has to say in his own words. Uh, this is probably the most significant or one of one of the most significant protests in over 130 days of slaughter in Gaza. I guess I'll just stop it there. He died hours later. That was uh live streamed an independent journalist talia jane picked up on it first um <clears throat> a lot of people have called branded aaron bushnell mentally ill sought to sort of downplay the gravity of the protest aaron what were you, what was your reaction you know i'm at a loss to discuss what he did um <laughs> um i i don't know what to say about it but certainly the media coverage of it there's a speaking of mentally ill there's a certain psychosis there um trying to downplay what he did all these headlines uh just trying to neuter his actions trying you know like the headlines there was a series of them in a bunch of outlets um basically just downplaying everything he did just trying to make it like it's basically as if some guy caught fire outside the israeli embassy let me show some of these um this is collected by uh my friend Asil rod a man set himself on fire outside the israeli embassy in washington the police said that's new york times reuters u.s airman sets himself on fire outside israeli embassy in washington just happened to be there yeah cnn u.s airman sets himself on fire outside israeli embassy washington post same thing. maybe he's waiting for a bus yeah so just erasing what he was protesting which is a genocide backed by his government, which he explicitly said he refuses to be complicit in. And of course, if a Russian uh, service member had done the same thing in protest of the Ukraine war, there's no way it would be, you know, framed in such uh, vague, banal language. Um, and uh, it's one of those moments, it's a wake up, you know, it's just, despite the US media's best efforts, I mean, I, I know everyone is thinking of Aaron Bushnell today and what he did. That's the ultimate sacrifice. And I just can't, it's hard to fathom the pain he must have been, must have been in before he did this. And then of course, during it, because I mean, you're burning yourself alive. It's just hard to fathom. Yeah. I, well, I, I think, you know, if you watch the video or read his Facebook post before he decided to immolate himself, <clears throat> it's clear that he was sincere. Uh, sincerity can go too far into, um, you know, degrees of protest that people associate with insanity, but this genocide has affected people profoundly in ways I've never seen. And, you know, in covering Palestine for over 15 years, 
on the ground. Um, it's affected me differently. Obviously, it, it just cuts a lot closer to the core to have to watch this level of Israeli savagery for over 130 days after over 70 years of just un, un, uninterrupted, untrammeled abuse. He said before he killed himself on Facebook, many of us like to ask ourselves, what would I do if I was alive during slavery or the Jim Crow South or apartheid? What would I do if my country was committing genocide? The answer is you're doing it right now. And I think that is one of the most enduring quotes by any activist or person involved in uh, this entire war. I think that really sums it up perfectly. It sums up the responsibility of Americans. And I mean, this is someone who, you know, was looking at images like this day after day and who was involved, Aaron, at a different level than us. I mean, this is Elham Joha, who starved to death in Gaza. I mean, these images are coming out of Gaza every day. And the Air Force is involved. This isn't somebody else's conflict. This is an American conflict. So the gravity of an American service member who's involved in the conflict cannot be understated. And you know, when I say involved, I mean, let's consider the orders of deployment that active duty Air Force members received right here. Compliance with this guidance is mandatory. It's dated November 21st, 2023. The instruction provides specific guidance for airmen and guardians deploying to Israel. Refer recommended changes and questions, blah, blah, blah. Um, this was turned up by the Intercept. Um, they don't cite us, but we'll cite them. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it refers to uh, Air Force participation in targeting and surveillance of the Gaza Strip, supposedly to help locate hostages, but that just doesn't really sound plausible to me. The Air Force is likely involved in targeting, and the NSA is likely involved in targeting, and the Pentagon itself is heavily involved. This is a U.S. war as much as it is an Israeli war. And I, th and I think at least in the Arab world, the sacrifice of Aaron Bushnell is being recognized differently than it might be here in the U.S. Um, while suicide in Islam is haram and Muslims would not want to encourage or sanction or endorse suicide as a form of protest or anything else, um, you can just read the statement by the um, Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine honoring Aaron Bushnell as one of the heroes or highest uh, martyrs of a non-Palestinian, someone on the level of Rachel Corey. Uh, he will be remembered by Palestinians as an American who protested his military by taking his own life and by also identifying with the people who've been burned alive in Gaza. So I'm not, I'm definitely not glorifying him. If I, if I were there, I would have tried to physically stop him. I, it just, it, it, it's horrifying to me. But there's also a tradition of this. Uh, Norman Morrison, the Quaker anti-war <clears throat> anti activist in 1965, burned himself 
alive in front of the office of then Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara outside the Pentagon. And McNamara actually witnessed that immolation and it affected him enormously. He spoke about it in his interview that became a documentary with the filmmaker Earl Morris um, about how it kind of shook him into realizing something was deeply wrong with what was what he was doing in Vietnam. Of course, he continued. Norman Morrison became sort of a folk hero in the U.S. I don't, I don't think uh, Aaron Bushnell will be because the media wants to, as you've shown, Aaron, kind of whitewash this or, or uh, just sort of uh, deflect from the seriousness of it. Let me show another example of that. We have an update now on a truly tragic incident in Washington, D.C. Yesterday, 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas, the active duty airman in the U.S. Air Force who set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in an apparent protest against the Israel-Hamas war, has died. You hear that? It's a protest against the Israel-Hamas war. Yeah. That's he just wanted the war to stop. <laughs> and it's just uh, two equal sides fighting each other. That idea made by Metropolitan Police here. <clears throat> Bushnell filmed his own self-immolation on his cell phone, yelling, free Palestine, before collapsing to the ground outside the embassy. He was rushed to the hospital for treatment, but later succumbed to his injuries. And if you or someone you know is in crisis, call or text 988 to reach the suicide aid and crisis lifeline. You can also... So there we go. Suicide crisis um, hotline. What he wanted was for people, I think, to pressure their lawmakers to call Congress to get them to stop funding mass murder in in Palestine, the burning of children alive in 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 Gaza. Um, yeah, great point. And I mean, who's really insane? Is this not insanity? This is uploaded by Army Reserve Officer Nitsan Mechani, who's known as the financial ninja in Israel. He's an Army reservist. He's a mortgage and finance advisor based in Ramat Gan. And they've torched the houses of civilians. This, I think, is around Khan Yunus, where they're just blowing up entire neighborhoods. A stranger could not understand, he writes in the caption. <clears throat> Zionism is insanity. Zionism is a, is, a, is a mental health disorder. It's actually a public health pandemic. Uh, that's causing famine and has caused millions of my fellow Jews to become insane. So that this is the insanity. It's we're talking about a homicidal, genocidal insanity called Zionism. And it's what drove Aaron Bushnell to do what he did. It's what's driving young men across the Gaza Strip to take up arms to avenge the loss of their families. It's what caused October 7th. It will cause incredible amounts of bloodshed. And it's endorsed and supported by our government and defended every day on the State Department podium by Matthew Miller and Tony Blinken. <clears throat> so many people have been burned alive in Gaza. So I think if we're, there's any takeaway here, it's that. Let's just keep the focus on the fact that they these Zionist psychopaths are burning people and their homes in Gaza every day with our government support. There, I'm told there's going to be 
a protest at the Israeli embassy at 1 p.m. in Washington. Um, if that's the case, I'll be there. When? Tomorrow on Tuesday or? I think on Saturday. On Saturday. <clears throat> I guess when everyone's not working. Um, you know, Max, maybe you can speak to this more than I can, but I just recall anecdotally hearing from friends in Gaza, you know, before October 7th, that there was a suicide crisis there. <clears throat> people feeling hopeless, that they had no hope. Um, and, uh, you know, if it was like that before this mass murder campaign begun, imagine what it's like now. And yeah. uh, I think Aaron Bushnell just, he absorbed that desperation, whatever was going on in his own life. Um, there's no, there's just no doubt that he was moved by this genocide being committed in his name. There's just no doubt about that. So people trying to reduce this to a mental health issue for him are then blind to our own complicity in the psychotic genocide that's going on right now in Gaza. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the, in the years between 2014 and October 7th, two major wars, which devastated Gaza. And there were lots of military escalations in between uh, suicide crisis exploded in Gaza. It had been, and it's been going on since the siege began like 15 years ago. And the suicide crisis hits every level of society, including children. There have been suicides among pre-adolescents in Gaza. There are also, there's also an addiction crisis. Uh, people, a, a large swath of Gazan society is a, uh, uses a drug called Ativan. They call it the happy pill. And it's sort of a tranquilizer because life under siege is just so grinding and there aren't many outlets available. Um, you know, Americans resort to alcoholism, but alcohol isn't really available. So this is available and it, it does enormous social damage. Uh, it's strongly criminalized by the governing authorities. But the point is there's so much despair in Gaza that Americans don't see and only started paying attention to on October 7th. And it was that despair that caused the volcano to explode on October 7th. And now the lava is pouring out into our own society and we can't ignore it. You can't, the media couldn't ignore this protest. They could ignore all our other protests or just call them pro Hamas. Uh, this one, it's going to be harder to dismiss.